KXSU LP Seattle. KXSU LP Seattle. It's time for the Red Hawk Report on 102.1 FM KXSU. And now, here's your host, Russell Brown. Welcome in, Red Hawk Nation, to another Red Hawk Report here on KXSU 102.1, Seattle University's student-run radio station. Russell Brown, alongside my partner, Mazvita Marieri, breaking down Red Hawk athletics for you here from the studios. But first, our uh, weather update. Maz, you, uh, when I opened the doors for you here, you immediately said uh, not everybody is from Minnesota, so I'm guessing you don't like the cold Today. I mean, I don't mind the cold as long as it's not around me. So, uh, <laughs> so you know, you're fine with everybody else having the cold as long as you don't have it. Right. Those two okay, things. Whatever. Yeah. And, you know, it was snowing in Portland, so I'm sure we've got listeners in Portland. But, uh, you know, hey, at least we don't have snow in Seattle. That's true. So. Knock on wood. Hopefully we don't have any of that as we have events this week on campus so we don't want any of that snow but welcome into another red hawk report here on kxsu 102.1 the official show of red hawk athletics and we have another good show on tap for you here nathan cogswell of golf will be joining us here for the interview uh, a few news updates as well we'll break down but uh you know as always you know gonna be a good show Thanks for tuning in here, whether you're tuning in live on 102.1 FM or you're tuning in on Spotify or Google Podcasts or wherever you would like to find your podcast because we're big time official now, I guess. Mm. So, well, I guess not, I guess, but truly big time, you know, big time. Red yeah. Hawk, Red Hawk Nation on the map. You know, that's just not for any fly by night. Oh, no. Turn on the mic and record to get on those stream services. You got to be, you know. You got to be big time. Yeah. You got to be verified. That's more you. I'm oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I can't even get verified on Twitter. So it's I, this is more piggybacking off the uh, great reputation of the university. It is um, a university. You know, it's it's funny. We With the, the podcast, you can see where, you know, people tuning in. We got people in other countries tuning in. Ooh. We got people in other states. Uh, mostly other whack states. So... Uh, other states where really? schools, you know, have whack schools. So, I mean, it's good to see, you know, our voices are getting out there. They weren't tired of us too much after basketball season, so they thought to tune in once again. The one-stop uh, Red Hawk, right? This is it. Oh, yeah, All this is it. This Red is spot. If you want to know what's going on in Red Hawk, Red Hawk Athletics, excuse me, Maz and I definitely have the, uh, the lowdown for you here. So, again, you know. Nice little banter to open up the show, but uh, again, we appreciate it. Again, tuning in. Nathan Coxwell will come up in a couple of segments. Uh, some big news coming out of Red Hawk Athletics as well, but we'll take a quick break, come back, and get you those big news updates. You listen to the Red Hawk Report here on Seattle University student-run radio station, 102.1 FM, KXSU. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Seattle Children's. Seattle Children's has been named one of the best children's hospitals in the nation by U.S. News and World Report. Hope. Care. Cure. Seattle Children's. This broadcast is made possible in part by Copiers Northwest. For over 30 years, Copiers Northwest has been offering multifunction copier, printer, and software solutions for businesses and organizations in the Northwest. 
Georgetown Brewing is a proud sponsor of Red Hawk Men's Basketball. Georgetown Brewing Company is an independently owned Seattle craft brewery and the maker of Manny's Pale Ale. Information about their tasting room, kegs, growlers, and cans to go can be found on their website, georgetownbeer.com. Red Hawk Men's Basketball is sponsored in part by Alaska Airlines. Alaska Airlines is now offering enhanced cleaning measures and mask requirements on all flights. More information is available at alaskaair.com. I'm Nasser Herman, right-handed pitcher for the baseball team at CRU, and you're listening to the Red Hot Report. Back in the studios of KXSU, thanks for hopping on the Red Hawk Report here. Maz and Russ in the studio. Time to get to our Red Hawk news out there. And uh, we got a pretty good list. Softball continues to dominate. You know, baseball tripped up a little bit. Golf had a great event going on and uh, some other things. But we'll kick it off with the Student Athlete Advisory Committee Food Drive. So it's been going on most of the month. And there's a competition going on through out the wax schools so seattle university obviously doing it on their part uh on their part of a student athlete advisory committee uh supporting the seattle U food pantry you can bring donations of canned vegetables uh you know wh- whatever that may be corn peas mixed vegetables canned tomatoes canned vegetable soups sauces and pastas beans yep bread and wrap varieties you know loaves bagels english muffins shelf stable milk boxes assorted grains and dry noodles so your egg uh, ramen udon all those type of different noodles remaining collection days are just for baseball now on campus so baseball hosting tomorrow 412 at Bannerwood and then the Washington State doubleheader well back-to-back games not doubleheader on 419 and 420 so if you want to help out a really good cause and also it's a little bit of a competition between wax schools to help the student athlete uh, advisory committee board please bring all those items we just mentioned to the food drive at the baseball's even better, it's another reason to come out to baseball just to bring the donations. So it's a scratch back, scratch back, you know, type situation where you can come see the Red Hawks play on the diamond and help a good cause. Do good and feel good. Big time, big time. So definitely uh, wanted to start off by uh, shouting okay. that out. You know, big things. Anytime the Red That's Hawks awesome. are doing uh, great things for the community, which this is obviously just that. We want to get that out there. So definitely uh, t- uh, do anything you can, obviously, uh, to help out the food drive. Other news, as we said, softball. <laughs> Maz, we talked about it last week, how mm-hmm. uh, dominant they have been. Well, they completed their 16th straight WAC Series win. And you want to talk about stretches. That's absolutely impressive. After falling in Game 1 to New Mexico State, the Red Hawks swept the doubleheader on Saturday, winning 7-3 and then 8-0 with the shutout. Uh, Carly Nance is now second in the nation in RBIs at 52 on the season. And Ooh, fourth in Red second Hawk history, in the nation. Second in the wow. nation. Wow. So, all the, all, every Division One school that has softball, Carly Nance for the Red Hawks, second in RBIs. That's that's impressive. That is very impressive. And uh, she continues to dominate. You know, we knew coming in, she was a great player, all the whack players of the week. Uh, had one earlier that we talked about. We we hyped up Jeff Ride and the squad to say how good they are, but they continue to roll. Even when they tripped up and maybe aren't playing their best ball right now. Still getting series wins. You know, New Mexico State is who they beat in the white championship last year here at Logan Field. So, I mean, no one is really standing in their way. 
Lily Garcia picked up five hits and six RBIs over the doubleheader. Uh, but unfortunate news is their much-anticipated matchup with the University of Washington scheduled for tomorrow has been canceled. Possible makeup day is TBD at the moment. So obviously follow social media and softball's Twitter. Go Seattle U for any updates there. Red Hawk Report, if we get it before, anytime it's rescheduled, obviously, we're a little more time constraint. Uh, and that's always a time-sensitive thing. But it was going to be fun to watch the Huskies play the Red Hawks because the crosstown rivalry and something where, you know, Seattle U is very dominant right now. To see the Huskies, who have traditionally been dominant, you know, to see that clash. Unfortunately, we have to wait and see if we get that this season. Then after that, they're back in whack play, right? Yep, yep. Grand Canyon, is that? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like baseball, where they're having this little one day or one game to take a break from the whack. Um, so, like I said, hopefully it gets made up because I'd love to see Carly Nance go against UW. I'd love to see the rest of the players go against UW. And obviously, that wouldn't count to the 16 straight whack series. That wouldn't be until the weekend. But still, you know. As the Red Hawks, you want to beat the Huskies. That's just, you know. Red, you, you always Red pushing that. Who, 206? Whose house is it, right? 206. Oh, hey, hey, this is, we're in the city. Not there on Bob Lake. This I is downtown. Fair enough. This is downtown. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, we'll wait on that one. Hopefully, as I said, it uh, it, it comes and uh, we get that opportunity. The other ball and bat sport baseball dropped the series to Utah Valley Wolverines won game one and three sandwiched the Red Hawks there. Uh, big, big moment in game two, though. Connor O'Brien, who is working back from an injury, actually came in to pinch hit in like a Disney movie-esque setup. Like I, I thought it should have hit off the light post and lights exploded and everything. <laughs> he hits a, uh, awesome. a pinch hit awesome. down the left line mm-hmm. and... As I said, coming back from injury, hobbles his way. Could have been a double with anybody else, except for maybe me because I'm out of shape. Should have been a double for anybody else, and it would have been him on any other day. But because he's coming back from injury, hobbled down to first base but scored two runs, and the Red Hawks ended up coming from behind to at least get the game two win. I mean, it was you want to talk about heroics and that last name on this campus, <laughs> the lineage there. Wow. Um, you, know, you know, having – number three and number four out there and left center retired and then hit him that. I mean, it was a little magical. I'm not going to lie. You know, it was a pretty cool moment to see. So not all was lost against the Wolverines as the Red Ox did get one out of two. And they, they haven't slid any further. They actually, Utah Valley didn't leap them in the standings. They're currently sitting fifth in the West division as the WAC has expanded. They have two divisions now, Southwest and West. Red Ox sitting in fifth. They have a lot of good matchups coming up, but they just went through kind of a gauntlet. CBU is pretty good, and you know all these games that are coming up. And it, it, the more you get into it, you know the tougher teams you're going to get. Baseball is a very coastal sport, mm-hmm. as we know. Mm-hmm. And you know when you got the the Big West, the Pac-12, the the WAC, and then the SEC and the you know ACC and all those schools over there, those are the dominant baseball schools. So this is a very good uh, baseball conference. And, you know, you still have Grand Canyon coming up. They're arguably preseason, the best team coming in. So baseball's heating up. Another good reason to bring your canned foods and (laughs) other other food supplies and come out and support baseball tomorrow and uh, against Washington State a little bit further down the road. But, yeah, they need your support as they continue to uh, work through the division standings and eventually get to Arizona for the WAC, uh, WAC championships down there. Sounds like they're kind of tuning up. Yeah, 100%. Getting the ship right. Baseball's that sport where you don't. You gotta, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. You know, and you can just get hot at the right time and 
pitching clicks and hitting clicks and you know it's you can easily get into a groove as much as you can fall out of a groove and that's the way that's why i love baseball but yeah so moving on to golf finished fourth at the red hawk invitational i am bummed i did not get to go out here it was at chambers bay team finished tied fourth of 32 teams and if anybody's a golf aficionado or a math aficionado, <laughs> I think being top four out of 32 is pretty darn good. And the Red Hawks did just that. First round, it was kind of a wonky thing, though. First round was abandoned, and the second round was canceled. So it was a more of a condensed, yeah, it was a condensed uh, outing out there for the uh, Red Hawk Invitational. Um, but the man of the show, Nathan Cogswell, finished second. And he earned himself Whack Golfer of the Week honors. Wow. So it's like, wow. Look at us. That, that's how you know we're big time, Moz. We got the Whack Golfer of the Week on the show. Yeah, and you know, it was a big weekend of golf, too. So so he's right on cue. Yeah. Maybe that could be, you know, the Masters could be in his, you know, in his future. And with the way Nathan's going, why not? And you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's an opportunity. He's really... Uh, well, I mean, second, and then four out of 32. That's pretty impressive. That's, that's impressive. That is very impressive. I know that what the Masters were going on, but everybody's tuning in. I know everybody around here was tuning in the Red Hawk Invitational. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't, Dude, need, you don't need Tiger. You just need Red Hawks. Yeah, you know, well, you, you can, need. can't do both. You, uh, know you could, I, mean? I guess you could yeah, do yeah, both. I, whatever. You know how it is with these days with the phone and the, yeah. But Red Hawk Nation was tuned in, yeah, too. Yeah, definitely. Yes. yes. And, uh, you know, Chambers Bay... Have you been down there yet? Uh, you know, I was there years ago when they hosted. I think it was yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah the open. Yeah, yeah it's, it's beautiful. Incredible. It's beautiful. Um, it's incredible. Have a few people from the office down there right now saying it's uh, a little cold, but it has warmed up. So <laughs> I think most people know uh, just based on its location, it can get a little chilly over there. It's not exactly the summer months yet, so the bay water. <laughs> yeah, it, may, know, it makes extreme. sense, right? Um, <laughs> Coastal, like you said. Yeah, you know, a beautiful a, course though. Um, yeah. Red Ox did great down there, represented very well. As you said, fourth of thirty-two teams. Nathan Gogswell continues to have a great career for the Red Hawks. We will talk to him right after the commercial break, though. So definitely tune in there as Mr. Cogswell from Kentwood High School. I, I do want to get before I get into that. I do want to give a shout out to Kentwood High School. Both of my cousins went there. I grew. Well, uh, I went to the family reunion. Yeah, we family reunion. <laughs> I, I, I grew up pretty close to uh, Kentwood. Currently live pretty close there. So the shout, out, shout out to the Conquerors. I broadcast a few of their games uh, right. throughout the day. So I was excited when Nathan when I found that out about him and his family lineage was a conch. And uh, you know that's cool. That's cool. So uh, competitive. Yeah, schools. Yeah, great schools. Academics, but also competitive. Great schools there. Um, in the SPSL and the NPSL. So we'll take a quick break. Have Nathan, enough of us talking. We'll have Nathan talk, tell us about his career coming up next. You're listening to the Red Hawk Report on Seattle University Student Run Radio Station, 102.1 FM and KXSU. Swedish is proud to support Seattle U's athletic department and its students. Swedish offers programs such as charity care, research, community health, and education. More information is available at Swedish.org. This broadcast is made possible in part by Coke Zero, a proud supporter of Red Hawk men's basketball. Coke Zero has zero sugar and no calories. Coke Zero is available in stores now. Coke Zero, a proud partner of Seattle University Athletics. 
Red Hawk Men's Basketball is sponsored in part by Alaska Airlines. Alaska Airlines is now offering enhanced cleaning measures and mask requirements on all flights. More information is available at alaskaair.com. Welcome back into another interview portion here of the Red Hawk Report. We're joined by Nathan Cogswell of Golf. Nathan, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me. Went to Kitwood High School, Conqueror, obviously got into golf at a young age, but what did eventually push you onto the course and picking up the clubs? So it was pretty much my whole family in general. Um, my dad got me a tiny set of clubs when I was three or four. Uh, my whole family actually played golf at Kentwood as well. Um, so it was just kind of in the family and just picked it up and liked it ever since. Was there another sport in high school or, you know, in your youth that piqued your interest or was golf always number one? Uh, basketball was another one. Really, it's kind of complements golf in a way, team sport, but um, it was another big one that my dad was into. He's always an NBA fan, so um, got into that until like freshman year of high school and then kind of just chose golf from there. When you started to realize that, you know, hey, I'm pretty good at this golf thing and colleges came knocking, what eventually made you choose Seattle University above the rest? Um, I think it's a couple things. Uh, family just being so close. I live like 40 minutes from here, so it's nice. Um, I have a pretty big family, so it's nice to be around everybody, see all my uh, cousins, nieces, and nephews, everybody grow up. Um, but I've also known Coach Mark for a long time. He came out to watch me play when I was 12, 13, 14, so had a good relationship with him. Um, and it was just a good fit, good academic school too. So, Talk about the academics as well, business analytics, I believe. Mm -hmm. Is there a plan after golf, professional golf, or you know, what, so doing something with that degree? Is there something that you have in the future that you have planned out? Yeah, um, I'd love to turn pro. That's my that's my goal. I'm going to take a fifth year just so I can keep competing, keep working on the craft, um, and then hopefully turn pro after that. Um, but I chose data analytics because I love numbers. But I kind of want to get into sports analytics if that doesn't work, and that's kind of a big part of golf too. You got to got to use the numbers to your advantage. So. Uh, it's a good fit, and if golf doesn't work out, there's there's a lot of use for people who know numbers. So, you are in your senior season. You've built up so many accolades already. You've been all whack. You've been whack golfer of the week of the month. Uh, you've been you know first team uh, MVP of the team. Is there an accolade that really stands out that you've accomplished even from your youth years that really stands out that you keep above the rest? Um, I've had a couple tournaments where, like, I, I was able to shoot uh, 63 a couple of years ago. That's a, that was a big one. Um, I think I had a course record at Bandon Dunes one year. Um, and I guess just uh, playing on the, uh, the Hudson Cup as well, that was probably one of my biggest um, teams that I've been on so far. Um, but yeah, just a lot of little goals I've ticked off, some, some bigger ones hopefully to come. Is there a professional golfer or you know just anybody you know that you model your game after or just have one that you follow on any of the tours? Yeah, a little bit actually. Um, I get a lot of jokes on my team for um, having a little man crush on Dustin Johnson because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I follow him. I followed him for a really long time. I just love his game. Uh, similar body types as well, so I try to model everything that I do after him. Um, I just think he's he's an awesome player, somebody who's who's good to, to try and model. So, yeah. Is there a specific either road trip with the team or a course you've played locally or anything like that? Is there one that really stands out and there's one that maybe challenges you a bit as well? I've always loved Chambers Bay. Uh, I played it just being a local kid. I played it since I was young. But being able to host our tournament here has been pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, that's always been my favorite course ever since I've been little. It's just so different than everything else we have around here. And the views are incredible, even if it's raining and terrible weather. It's just awesome. So.
And this is kind of a fun question, but you know, it comes up a lot in golf. You know how Tiger wears the red polo, and the, is there a polo you go to, or is there a, you know a certain lucky equipment that you go to when you really feel like you got to pull out the win? Yeah, um, final round, I always wear orange. Um, I do it not because it's like like Ricky Fowler wears orange just because that's his thing, but um, I did it for my oldest sister. She was like, you should wear orange. It's like her her company's like cancer research um, color. So I was like, all right, I'll do that. And I started doing it when I was like 10 or 11, and it's stuck ever since. But since our color's red, can't really do that with uh, college golf so far. But, yeah, always wear orange. Is there golf is a little bit different than other sports, but it, it can still be a, a sport where you have to get hyped up and get the blood flowing. Do you have any pregame rituals or any music you listen to that really gets you in the zone? It's funny. It's not really hype up music. It's actually kind of calm down, getting the like focused music. Um, I listen to a lot of soundtracks from different movies. So like um, greatest game ever played is probably my favorite golf movie. Um, and they have an awesome soundtrack. It's definitely not hype up music. It's like symphony piano stuff, but um just getting in that kind of calm mindset before I go play is, is helpful for me, for sure. We're going to end on a couple you know, more goofy questions here. The first one is, growing up in golf, I'm sure you've done putt-putt before, right? What's the hazard that gives you the most problems, whether it be the windmill or you know, whatever it may be, that really you, know, you dislike on the putt-putt course? So there's one in downtown Kent. Uh, I've gone to it a few times, and you have to hit it through a pipe. And I always took friends there, and I'm – I'm not going to say I was way better than everybody, but I was decent. <laughs> and I'd always get to that hole and hit the side of the thing, and I'd make six or seven on that hole, being the person who was playing the golf the most out of the group. It was always embarrassing. So definitely the <laughs> uh, the pipe hole for sure. All right, we'll be sure to avoid that one. And yeah. last one, if you could have any superpower in the world, what would it be? Or well, I guess not in the world, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, probably mind control, like yeah. telepathy, stuff like that. Just having – the ability to control your mind really well because i think i guess that's something i admire in all the the best tour pros so it'd be something that's nice to have well, that's perfect again that was an interview with uh, nathan cogswell a uh, current whack golfer of the week nathan thanks for uh, stopping by the red hawk report yeah thank you appreciate it this broadcast is brought to you in part by seattle children's seattle children's has been named one of the best children's hospitals in the nation by u.s news and world report hope care here, Seattle Children's. Georgetown Brewing is a proud sponsor of Red Hawk Men's Basketball. Georgetown Brewing Company is an independently owned Seattle craft brewery and the maker of Manny's Pale Ale. Information about their tasting room, kegs, growlers, and cans to go can be found on their website, georgetownbeer.com. Swedish is proud to support Seattle U's athletic department and its students. Swedish offers programs such as charity care, research, community health, and education. More information is available at Swedish.org. Shout out to Nathan Cogswell for joining us here on the Red Hawk Report. Congratulations on getting WAC Golfer of the Week after that second place finish at the Red Hawk Invitational at Chambers Bay. Uh, back, as I said, in the studio, Maz and Russ here and uh, wrapping up the end of the Red Hawk Report, doing what we do every single week, looking at the week ahead. And uh, we'll, we'll go back to Chambers 
because women's golf, it's their turn. They're currently down there right now. As I said, a few co-workers down there. They said it's beautiful down there, a little chilly, but women's golf in action down there. That's a two-day tournament, Monday through Tuesday, down at Chambers Bay. So if you have the chance, I highly recommend going down there and cheering on the Red Hawks. That's a tour-quality course, right? It's, like it's, it's hosted. Yeah, I mean, it's it hosted. Is. And it, I know you know some of the tour was like, hey, they had some problems with it, but it's a beautiful course. Yep. It is a beautiful yeah. course. And uh, if you have the chance, please go down there. Like I said, if I'd have the Red Hawk report today or I didn't have baseball tomorrow, I would have been there. But sacrifices. Yeah, sacrifices need to be made. Some of us need to work on campus. Unfortunately, that is my role for the couple days. So anyway, if you can, go support them down there at Chambers Bay. They would love it. We would love it, obviously, uh, Monday through Tuesday. Chances, obviously, it's 524 or out today. But Tuesday, Tuesday, go down there. Also going on, baseball, as we talked about, alluded to. British Columbia coming down here. They've already played one game. Red Hawks got the win in that first matchup. Well, Thunderbirds are back again tomorrow, April 12th, 135 first pitch between the Red Hawks and the Thunderbirds. Again, food drive opportunity. If you have any canned or non-perishable foods, please bring them to Manorwood Park when you come. It's a big help. It helps the Red Hawk Athletics as a whole. Helps us compete against other WAC schools. But most importantly, it's just a good deed to help a very, very important uh, function, a very important thing for the community. And that's what Seattle University is about, helping the community, not only on the hill or on this hill, every single hill, you know, down to the down to the water, up and down the hills. So we really appreciate it. If you can, bring canned food or non-perishable atoms, 135 First pitch there between the Thunderbirds and the Red Hawks. And then their weekend, they are on the road in California, Northern California, as they take on Sacramento State Thursday through Saturday. A little bit different than their usual schedule. That's due to Easter. So no Sunday games, as all athletics have Sunday off. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday against Sacramento State. Track in action at the Brian Clay Invitational in Azusa, California. That's Wednesday through Thursday. A little overlap as they're at the Mount Sac Relays in Walnut, California, Thursday through Saturday. So, they're all in California. It's, why is that every time we're on the show, boss? Everybody's in California except for us. And, yeah. We're here. It's cold. What is the temperature outside? Whatever it is. It's I, burr. It's cold. It doesn't matter. 50 what degrees that, outside. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I went to school in the Midwest. Like, uh, the worst part was that the, it, that day that it was 70. Yes. I was upset it was nice because I knew it wasn't going to stay. So it's just like a little a little break. So is there any chance we can take this on the road? Honestly, we got the remote broadcast thing. Who Whatever. Let's, lo- let's load up the van. Let's, let's <laughs> that that's not a good thing. The Red Hawk report from Cabo. That's I don't know if that's in the budget. I don't think we'd get it, approval from. Uh, that. I don't think so either. I pretty much know. But you can get the sports app. <laughs> you know, I just noticed that the Red Hawk sports app. You can download yeah, it. And know yeah, download this. the Red Hawk sports yeah, app, folks. Yeah, that's the best yeah. way to get uh, news and updates on the Red Hawks outside of the Red Hawk report, obviously. But it's a great way. Breaking news, game reports, game scores. The Red Hawk report also was on there, so I mean, I mean, it's you know, it's it's perfect source for Red Hawk news. So yeah, you don't have to be cold. We it's okay. We're we'll be cold. Right That's with our it. jobs. Yes. We're doing this for you. So, so if you're you can in the stay sun. in comfort. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Red Hawk reports. Right. If you're there. listening to your car and you have your you know Man. the seat warmers on, whatever it may be, 
um, as we're sitting in this beautifully remodeled studio. <laughs> nice view, <laughs> house, sunshine. Right outside of the trees. Anyway, <laughs> so definitely golf is our uh, made that track down there in California Wednesday through Saturday. Wednesday through Thursday at Brian Clay Invitational, and then Thursday through Saturday out Mount Sac Relays. Women's tennis in action versus Dixie State in Phoenix, Arizona, being hosted down there by GCU on Thursday. Then they take on the Aggies of New Mexico State on Friday, again, still in Phoenix, Arizona. They're getting close to wrapping up their season there. Softball, as we talked about, go for, what is it, 17 now, I believe, is what I said. Yes. 17th straight series. I, I, I got to check my numbers just because it doesn't that, seem realistic. You got to be precise. You know what it that just, is. Yeah. It just does not. In a ball-bat sport, it's very hard to be that dominant. Yeah. Um, it's very easy to have an off day, and they just they have one. They don't have two. Consistency. That's um, impressive. They take on the Lopes at Logan Field Friday through Saturday. So there's off for Easter. Doubleheader on Friday as Seattle U does host. That's how they host. Um, so to come out to Logan Field, folks. And uh, if you got kiddos, which I'm sure a lot of you do, or if you are kiddo tuning in, thanks for tuning in to no the doubt. Red Hawk Report. Yes. Checking out possibly your future university. Who knows? So you're just a big Now you're recruiting. Up. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Post-game Easter egg hunt on Saturday. Oh, there Easter you go. Put on by... Uh, the marketing squad here for oh, the Red Hawks. Yeah. So come out. So post game after softball, Easter egg hunt is marketing going to put that on, and it's going to be a grand time. Oh, that's, that's cute. Um, to celebrate the Easter uh, season. Mm. And uh, us on campus have Monday off, so I mean it's a nice little, nice little wrap up to the weekend. You know, observation um, of a good yes, good thing. Yes, yes. Um, and to round out the week, women's row is at Portland slash St. Mary's in Vancouver, Washington on Saturday. So a little bit south, but in state here is Rowe is down there taking on St. Mary's and Portland. Well, Maz, it's another Red Hawk report down. Already? Yeah, already. That's what you and I were talking about. Half an hour just flies by. So um, we appreciate it, folks, for tuning in here on 102.1 FM KXSU, your home for Red Hawk Athletic News. We appreciate it. Hope to see you on the next one, hopefully on a little bit warmer of a Monday, or Maz and I can just stop talking about the weather. Whatever one it may be, we'll see you next Monday on the Red Hawk Report. Have a great and safe rest of your week, and happy Easter to everybody, as we will not see you until then.